Do you ever wake up thinking that you're destined to greatness and in your head you have this vision of what you ultimately believe and feel that you're meant to be doing but really aren't sure what that thing is that you're meant to be doing? Well, in this episode, Chit Chatters, I'm going to talk to you exactly what that looks like and to help you and walk you through the path of realizing that you are destined to greatness because everyone is. Welcome to another episode of Coaching for Millennials. This episode is going to be full of juicy and great golden nuggets. I hope you bring your pen and paper. Let's dive in. Are you struggling to find your purpose in life? Do you feel like something is missing and you need some guidance? Do you often feel unfulfilled with what you're doing on a day-to-day basis? Well, I'm here to tell you, you don't have to feel that way anymore. I'm here to help you through your journey in life to gain clarity, find purpose, and passion. My name is Jose Miguel Longo. I'm a gay Hispanic, a husband, dog daddy, advocate for social justice, and DEI, ally for all LGBTQ+, a career and life coach, and millennial born in 1983. I have spent my time since the age of 14 working my way around the world of work. I know my God-given talents are to help those around me to gain clarity in their lives while finding their passion and purpose. For the last decade, I've spent my time coaching college students and alums from all three generations, X, Y, and Z, in designing their career stories and mapping what they want to do in their lives. Whether it's gaining clarity in who you are and what you're meant to do, learning to build a resume or write a cover letter, holding you accountable and building your career journey or designing your life. The podcast Coaching for Millennials is a how-to guide for all things career, life, and a sprinkle of everything in between. It is an all-inclusive space for meaningful conversations on topics happening in our world right now. It is a space for people to go on a holistic journey in uncovering their passion and purpose. I'm here for all generations, no matter what you identify as. If you're seeking to transition from a career industry or job to another, or ready to transform your life completely, I got you, boo. Whatever the fantasy you're trying to create, let me make it happen. If you're ready to start the journey to explore your passion and purpose, get focused on gaining clarity to transform you to a place that will fuel you, inspire you, and sprinkle some joy and laughter in between, it's time to dive into Coaching for Millennials. Hey, Chit Chatters. So I just mentioned in the intro, um, you know, destined to greatness. I probably for a long time in my own head and, you know, I think and I'm I'm hopeful that other people feel the same way about themselves. We, We get lost in our ideas and visions and the voice in our head of what we think we should be doing in our lives or what we should be doing in our lives. And There's always like a solid five questions that we keep asking ourselves when we're in a moment of finding out and figuring out and trying to discover what it's what we're meant to be doing. Right. So I truly believe that we're all destined for greatness and and you should believe that, too. And that's really part of what this journey that we call life is, is that we all should believe in ourselves and enough in ourselves to know that we're destined to greatness. And the journey to get there can oftentimes not be one singular road. It can be very interwoven. There could be many forks. There can be many left or right hand turns. But that's just life. 
And that's sometimes how we really uncover and identify and learn what our passion is to lead us into that journey of self-discovery. So what I really want to kind of engage in this conversation with you all is helping you answer those questions that you're thinking in your head of how do I actually uncover my greatness? How do I figure out what my destiny is supposed to be to, to learn what that greatness is? So this episode, and I'm excited to share this because I've been working on so many different things and I get in my own head. I also have like the adult version ADHD. I get the squirrel brain and it's not obviously diagnosed, but you know, I see myself working on 500 things and struggle to get one of them done. So clearly that's a lot of the symptoms of someone who who kind of suffers from ADHD. And I call it squirrel brain because I think that when we get excited about all the things that we want to do and all the ideas that we have, we sometimes sometimes and often struggle to focus on the one because we want to do a little bit of all the ones that we have to make sure that we feel accomplished in a way, right? And so ultimately, the this, this activity that I've created, this worksheet, is intended to help you be very strategic and be very mindful and be very focused on hearing and seeing and writing down and putting pen to paper on what you need to do to uncover your greatness and really start. Because the journey is not one thing. The journey is often multiple things and it takes time. So first I want to dive into really what does destined to greatness mean? And the reality is that every single person has a different feel of what that looks like. For example, I was watching this show, um, Bigtopia, on HBO Max, and there was a woman who was a contestant on the show, and she was talking about how she spent so many years working in the banking industry, and she got laid off. But in her job, before she got laid off, she knew she was stressed and she was overwhelmed, and she just became very frustrated with all the things, and her layoff in really a magical way or a blessing in some ways was a blessing for her. And she kind of fell into baking to kind of help her struggle with what she was feeling stressed and anxious and overwhelmed with. She saw that as a thing that was her passion or thing that made her excited or a thing that really brought her to investing in herself. She turned her passion and her, her stress and anxiety into her greatness. She took the leap of while she was laid off and said to herself, I really love working with my hands and making beautiful things for people to enjoy. And the reality is, is that we all find things that make us happy that ultimately we sometimes forget made us happy when we were doing them. And in this worksheet, I'm going to help you and I'm going to ask you to dig deep into helping you uncover the things that you were once passionate about and to help you dig deep into the things that you ultimately are excited about in your life that can lead you to your destiny of being great. And oftentimes, when we think about the role we play in our lives in, in work, our work is something we're consumed by. In our society in the United States, we we work, we live to work, we don't work to live. And the, the struggle that we face and the balance that we face in being able to 
move past that work to live, um, work to live, um, I'm sorry, live to work um, lifestyle is the one that keeps us going. We all want something better for ourselves. We all want to strive for you know, the success that whether that means having more money to do more things with your family or having more money to save for retirement or having more money because you want to have your own business, whatever that is for you, this is intended for helping you uncover what that might be. Because the rat race of getting up every day and working and feeling exhausted it doesn't have to be the way you live your life. It doesn't have to be the way that you lead your future and that you lead and you live to be able to provide for your family. You can find truly the thing that makes you the most joyful and it be something that you're fueled and you're passionate about that is fulfilling for your greatness and purpose. So let me give you six points that are going to help you in understanding the characteristics of what's driving your passion, okay? Now, I will share some of these um, in the worksheet, and I'm trying to keep this worksheet super short, so I'm talking to you about it, but it's something also that I'm creating. So as I'm talking to you, I'm one of those people that like my ideas come, and sometimes because I have this podcast, talking them, talking them out loud um, helps me self-realize them and then I can put them in writing and then other times I'm taking frivolous notes about my ideas in my pad my tablet and then I'm sharing them with you um, as I'm talking to you so it's kind of those two learning mo mo modalities that always I struggle with but let's jump into this so the first characteristic is that oftentimes people develop a passion by accident and what this means is that it's not always based on your interest. It's not always based on something that was intentional. It happens because you actually stumbled upon it. So like the story they shared about the woman who was a contestant on the show, Baytopia, she was in banking, which is probably what she studied. She probably went to school to be in finance or accounting or whatever her, her degree might have been. And she got laid off, but she knew that her life wasn't intended to be just doing the work that she was doing. So she happenstance is kind of a uh, a career theory. I forget whose theorist was, but happenstance. It happened by accident. It happened in the moment. She used the the stress that was being given to her by actually baking to make a career. And she's a successful baker with her own business, creating beautiful cakes and desserts and all those things. So sometimes you have to think about the things that ultimately you had reflected on that maybe you did and it wasn't something that you realized that was an influence for you to really understand what is that passion and seeing how it happens. So one of these things you can think of is that was it maybe something that was impulsive? Was it something that you perhaps experienced and you did it and then you stopped because it was in the moment and it was just that one experience? This is what accidental passion looks like. The other type, number two, is exposure. So the exposure means is that you're actually actively in the driver's seat of being re being attentive and aware to what you're actually doing to pay attention 
to what might be a passion. And this idea comes from being invested over a period of time and and identifying your activities and identifying what it is that you do and how you deal with things to really pay attention to it. It requires you to really actually engage and start making notes for yourself so you can start developing kind of like a little history and a journal of what you actually do to really showcase and see what could be your passion. Um, And then another point that I want to point out, which is number three, is that sometimes in the beginning, when we're in this journey of looking at what our passions might be and looking at what that could look like, it doesn't always um, develop to be something that we like. Um, So my point with that is that, like, obviously we want our passions to be something that we enjoy. And if we know what that is, right, because some of us know what we're passionate about, sometimes we have to overcome certain aspects of what the actual thing is to look at the light at the end to reflect and say, I really enjoy this. So there might be a step in your passion project or your passion idea that you may particularly not like, and you have to overcome that step each time, which could lead you to where you really want to be. So let me think about this. Uh, An example, and I'm not saying that I don't like this, but this is an example. So I'm using this to give you concrete examples. For me, I love coming up, coming to you all and (laughs) giving you information and sharing knowledge and creating the podcast. And one of the things that I've been trying to do is create a blog that goes side by side with the show notes to the podcast. And it's not that I don't love to write and it's not that I don't love to go back and look at it. But let me tell you, the process is very time consuming. And so, yes, my passion is podcasting. And yes, I'm trying to use another platform, I guess, like blogging to be able to bring you more content and to be able to bring you the information and share the journey for people who may not listen to the podcast. And so... For me, I can still get to that end goal, but I'm having the resources of using someone who is passionate about blogging to really make my ideas and my vision and my story and the content come to life. So I'm still getting to the end goal of creating a blog, but I'm just not doing it myself. I'm having someone look at my show notes and transcribing what I'm saying in the podcast to create the blog. So that would be an example of the passion idea or the passion and goal is your true passion and your true excitement, but the journey to it isn't always the most enjoyable. Um, And then the other thing is that I think a lot of people, this is number four, a lot of people get stuck on this framework or idea that passion requires some sort of skill, talent, Um, And the idea is that, no, it starts with you actually taking the opportunity to invest in yourself and being curious in yourself. One of the things that we often talk about, and I know a lot of career, I know a lot of career and life coaches will talk to people and ask them, go back to your seven-year-old self and write a letter. I've done this with many of my clients who need a shift 
and their energy to really reinvigorate themselves and energize themselves. So once one of the things you can do is exploring your curiosity for the things that ultimately inspire you. And there's no skill required for that. There's no talent that's required for that. I know for me, when I was a kid, one of the ways that I felt the most engaged and excited and kind of like in my own zone and element was drawing and teaching. And so I I remember my grandmother had like this room off the side of the basement that was like a, a kind of like a hallway, but it really wasn't a hallway because it had two doors, one to lead to the basement and one that led to the bathroom. Really weird old house. Um, and I would use that room as my school and I had two tables in there and I had this big wall and I would write on the wall and I would make my sister and my brother pretend that they were my students and I would pretend that I was the teacher. Um, really crazy. And the coloring thing, I love to draw and I could spend hours coloring and drawing. So when I look at those two types of activities and those two types of form of engagement, teaching, I do now. I create courses. I I teach to you on the podcast. I, I teach with my clients. I went to school to be a teacher and, you know, it didn't evolve into what I actually studied, but it, it, it came in a different form teaching people in their life, right? And that evolution happened over time. I uncovered it over time, right? So that's also part of this journey. And and the coloring piece, you know, I don't color as often as an adult, but let me tell you, when I'm with my nieces, um, I'm in the zone. And I, <laughs> I'm in the zone and I can be a little competitive. But I look at the coloring piece, I look at the um, art piece and that type of stuff as a design element, and that's where one of my top strengths, and not to get too off the beaten path of what I'm leading here, but uncovering your strengths is another way to help you and in really invigorating yourself and create and getting your creativity juices flowing um, and seeing what you can lead to your passion. I have a coaching package that's called Uncovering Your Strengths, which is using the strengths, Clifton Strengths Quests, the Clifton Strengths Finder, and it's really taking an assessment to help you really explore the journey of looking at your top five themes and what that means. So we assess it together. You take the assessment and then we take probably three sessions. I think they're 30 minutes each um, and we kind of go over it together. Really fun. If you're ever interested in doing it, please message me. I have a package for that and I can share it with you. But when I think about my top five, I have input, individualization, learner, ideation, and achiever. So my ideation and my input, my learner, in this space of creativity comes up really hard. I create ideas and strategies and I put them to paper and sometimes they don't actually come to fruition. They don't come alive, but I put them in the back burner and then sometimes they share them with people and then they'll bring them to life either for me or for themselves. I share, I'm not one person to say, that's my idea, you can't use it. I'm totally good for it. Sometimes it's just because that's just my brain works. I'm very strategic and insightful about doing things and how to create things. And so it may not be for me just because the idea is there. But the point of it is, is that that artistic ability and that creativity 
helps me help my clients when I spend time with them listening to what they find interesting about themselves or the things that really awaken their senses and really excite them. And that's where that process for me in individualization, which is my other strength in helping people. So coming up with the ideas, creating the strategy, bringing it to life isn't about me. It's about others and how I work with others to bring their passion and their journey and their ideas and their visions to life. So you being destined to greatness may need you or may require you to connect with someone in your circle or your people or your loved ones or a coach um, to help you on that journey of really actualizing and seeing it through. I also want to encourage you that it's important to really connect with someone who is trustworthy and someone who is going to support you. You don't want to connect with people who aren't going to be on your team. Um, and, and sharing sometimes, you know, I'm particularly very reserved about what I share when I'm working on stuff. Not because I don't want people to know or I'm scared of people and steal my ideas. I just hold it close until I can actually make it happen. And I've always had this one fear of myself is that I never finish anything. And I think it's part of it because of fear I hold myself back from doing it. So I've worked really hard to like stop having a squirrel brain but not share things with people until I feel like I'm ready to share those things. And that's also part of this journey too is that maybe you yourself are scared of this process are scared of if this is a good idea and what this idea means. And this might be a stupid idea. Let me tell you something. No idea is stupid. They're just, well, how do I phrase this? Because there's a saying, I don't really know. I'm not really good with, with the sayings of that sort. But like, no idea is stupid. There's only people who choose not to share their idea. And maybe it's like the initial idea leads to something greater. Maybe it's talking it out to really bring it to actualization, realization that from this small thought, there's a bigger thing there, right? I, I, I hope that's making sense. So, you know, that was number four is that passion doesn't require talent or a skill, okay? You can lead to creating skills in the journey of uncovering your passion and what you're destined to do. But it doesn't always lead to that in the beginning. It's more of what is inspiring to you and what are you willing to explore and what are you willing to, you know, kind of stir up your curiosity and use your imagination. The other thing, and this is the last thing I'll mention about this, is that when we're young, we are all very creative and we all have a very vivid imagination. We all have these grand, beautiful ideas. And if we're fortunate enough, we have people in our lives that influence us in bringing those ideas to fruition. It's one of the reasons why a lot of people put their kids into multiple activities after school to help them uncover something in themselves. And I never really quite saw this in myself until I was an adult. And I also didn't have the support system that 
many other people did to be able to uncover these things. It was more of like just me doing it. So I think about like how much time I love spending in the kitchen and how I loved cooking when I was a kid. I see that in myself now. How much time I love spending talking to myself. <laughs> I do it on my podcast, right? And and just creating things like coloring and pretending that I was a teacher and all those different things that like I get it now. It's still part of my imagination, but I'm making it happen for me. So in this particular one, and this is probably the one that makes the most sense, I think, in some ways, that can help people really be more aligned and probably may not feel so silly, is that you really need to dig deep into your inner child and invest in taking time to think about what you were imagining when you were a kid and what brought you the most joy and what excited you the most. When we talk about the journey to greatness, there are going to be things in that journey that may not always excite you. But the idea is that you want to find where your energy is shifting. And yes, I'm using the word energy because I think it's very important. I get the most energy when I'm taking time to do the things that are important to me when it comes to my business. Specifically coaching my clients and spending time with them and helping them. But then coming and doing this podcast and then doing the work of creating my courses. Those are the things I bring that I get the most energized about and then I get the most excited about. I kept think I woke up this morning thinking about this idea of if I feel that I'm destined to greatness, there's got to be other people who feel the same way. So that's where this kind of, you know, vision and this episode really came to life was that I've always thought I'm destined to greatness and maybe the journey to it isn't as easy or as simple or as direct to to get to that. But I know that I am and I know that I'm meant to be helping people and I'm in the right place of doing it and I'm doing it slowing and I'm doing it my way. And that really excites me because I know that I'm in the right direction. I feel that. That's what I want to bring out in you. I want to bring that out in you because I want you to feel the same way about what you're destined to be and what you're great to be. And sometimes you want, you need to be able to do these exercises Maybe it's internally, maybe you don't put it in a journal, maybe you don't put it on paper. But the idea behind this worksheet is so that you can see the information, you can understand the information, you can process the information to help you get to seeing what your greenness could be. And then we can work together to helping you map it out and design it because I love doing that. Mind mapping and design is one of my favorite things and that's really what makes me a really good coach and expert at what I do. So number number five, moving on, number five, um, passion takes practice. And I've already kind of like shared a lot about this and I've said a, a different points about this. But when we talk about, you know, passion takes practice, really, I have to go back to how many years have I spent coaching people, students and alums, and, and even as a child, um, you know, a young adult probably, I've always been the person that people come to and they speak their their truth and their problems and, you know, their issues and their concerns and they've leaned to me. And, you know, I've, I've been told by many, 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 many people that I'm an old soul. And I truly believe that, truly believe that in my heart of hearts. I'm in my deepest um, inner person. I know that. And if you believe in past lives, I believe it in my past life. 
I, I was this person who really helped a lot of people and did amazing things. And I, I, I think that that's why as a, an intuitive person and as a coach, it makes me help. It makes me actually, how do I say this? It makes me connect with my clients and the people who come to me for help because I'm able to listen and I provide that radical empathy that they're looking for, but not knowing that they're looking for to really hear their stories and help them uncover what their stories really mean. Sometimes when we're stuck and we're in that, we're trying to push through things, it's through the journey of actually doing stuff that we uncover it. So I spent over a decade working in universities as this career coach, as a, as a coach, you know, to call it what you want to call it. I had multiple titles, right? But every single job that I had, I was still helping people. And I was helping people in different ways. And it wasn't until three or four years ago that I really started to identify closer to who I am and seeing my true potential. It took me all those years. Now, I'm not saying that your journey has to take that, but you may not be seeing what your journey is because you're not talking about it. Maybe you're already living it and you just need to light that flame or light that fire or turn that switch up to really see it. I hope this is making sense. So you've already been practicing your life to lead to where you want to go and you're not thinking about it very clearly and you need to kind of get clarity on that. And then number six, um, this says, how do you amplify your purpose? Well, let me rephrase that. How do you take your purpose and you amplify it into becoming your passion? So I've already talked about this. Clearly, you know, the podcast itself is a passion project. It's it's a it's a map and a design to really help you in uncovering what this fulfillment and what this should look like and how do you achieve it. But the the really important thing is that we need to connect all the dots in your life to really uncover what this purpose is. Once you see your passion, your purpose just comes up and it's there. And, you know, purpose doesn't have to be written and and neither does passion, but the purpose is what you're doing and what matters most to you. And it's how you connect it to everything else. When you then see that, you can then see the impact of your passion and how you can feel more strongly to what way you're connecting to it. I hope that makes sense. Um, So... Ultimately, you know, you have, there's a lot of different things that we can do. And I'm going to give you trigger questions that will help you in this idea and this activity. So I'm going to save those for, for the worksheet. I'm selling this worksheet for $7. And the reason I'm doing that is because ultimately I'm trying to build a, a business, right? And this is knowledge that I'm sharing and the podcast is free, but everything else should have a price. And, and we're all here to, to learn from one another. I think $7 for something that can change your life is super affordable. I'm seeing $7 right now because I don't know, I'm crazy. And that's the first number that came to mind. And I ultimately want to be able to bring people affordable 
and easy resources and tools to help them in their life. I have six ideas that I'm working with for courses. And those courses, three of them are on the really, I would say, like, they're not cheap. They're just in a more affordable range because they're quick, short mini courses. And then I have three other courses that are more intensified that have a couple of different resources and things of that sort. So, you know, I'm just kind of sharing this information with you just so that it's awareness, right? Kind of knowledge is power. But seven bucks for a one sheet, maybe two sheet worksheet to helping you lead to greatness and and take you on that journey of what it looks like to identifying your passion and, and really looking at all the things that have been holding you back in your life is a pretty inexpensive price to pay to get you going. And of course, I'm going to offer coaching as a bonus with that. So you may pay $7 for the worksheet, but to get an hour with me, it's typically about $250 an hour. That's kind of what my hourly rate is. So I may give a, a discount. If you buy the worksheet, you get $50 off for an hour coaching session to work this through. So we'll see how that works out. I'm 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 saying this with to you because I think it's important for me to share, but it's super important for me as the coach that I am to try and bring you more information and knowledge and power. And I truly believe, you know, God is is a greater power and is a greater being, whether you believe in God or not. I'm not super religious, but I would say that I'm more spiritually connected. But I believe that there's a reason why I woke up this morning thinking about destined to greatness and how I feel that I'm actually achieving that in my journey in life. But I wanted to share it with you because I believe everyone is destined to greatness. And I believe everyone has a God-given talent. And I'm here to work into that with you, to work through it with you, to get you the clarity you need to lead you to your God-given talent, to lead you into your passion, and to help you live a more fulfilling life. So I'm going to end on that note. I hope this episode brought you all the things and I know it did for me. I feel so, so grateful and blessed and I'm hoping that you do too. And I want to wish you an amazing, beautiful day. Um, I know it's raining and pouring here in Syracuse, New York, but I love you all. Have an amazing day, love and light. And until the next episode. Hey, Chit Chatter. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. If you found value in today's episode, be sure to share it with the world. We welcome everyone for listening. And if you'd like, please go on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. Those reviews mean everything to me and they help the show grow, as well as for me to know what topics you want to hear from next. Be sure to go visit to coachingwithjosemiguel.com or Coaching for Millennials for more up-to-date content, newsletters, blogs, information about coaching for life and career. Thank you so much for being a part of our magical world and for being part of this program. I can't wait to the next episode.